You're listening to Pat Gray Unleashed On Demand. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Hope you had a great Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, horrible football weekend. Mm-hmm. My understanding is some football games are played. Mm-hmm. I, I thought the season had been canceled, but I guess not. See, I did too. I thought it was mm-hmm. over. No, I guess not. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> no, it was not a good. I think we're 0 4 collectively, you and I, between the yeah. Huskers, BYU, Falcons, and Packers. Yes. That was a great football yes. weekend. Sure was. Mm-hmm. I mean, how do you get up 20 to nothing at the half? 27 to 7, as BYU did over Utah, hmm. the godless animals at, at Utah. Mm hmm. Uh, and then you completely stop playing football and just allow them to pass you up and uh, mm. and beat you. And you're asking a Falcons fan how you blow a lead late yeah. in a game like that, a big lead. Just, uh, mm-hmm. It's so unbelievable. Yeah, it's. I mean, the the coaches at BYU must must be fired. They won't be. But uh, they uh, that's uh, that's got to be the final straw. That's, I mean, I mean, they just stopped. They just stopped uh, doing what it was that got them to where they were. I, I, I don't understand it. You recruit, recruited this quarterback. Uh, you're playing a freshman quarterback now who's good enough to replace a senior. And then what do you do? You don't let him throw a pass in the uh, third quarter, pretty much. I mean, third and nine, and you run the ball up the middle. <laughs> what are you going to do? You're just giving up the against one of the by the way one of the best defenses in the country. They're fourth in the nation against the run. Wow! And you keep running it right into the middle of that defense. Doesn't like sound like a smart plan. That's asinine. It's saw, asinine. So BYU finishes six and six. Yeah, right. See, yep. I saw a headline that said that they may not be invited to a bowl game now. Yeah, after they that. don't deserve one. So I mean, uh, who knows? ESPN kind of assured them they would be in a bowl game if they got bowl eligible and they are so I don't know we'll see hmm. but uh but 20 to nothing at the half 27-7 late in the third quarter lose 35-27 unbelievable eighth time in a row we lost to Utah Ooh. sucks seriously the head coach much as I loved him uh and as a person I think he's great you got to fire him after this the offensive coordinator the big shot from LSU uh he needs to go hmm. What terrible play calling. I mean, I, I don't even, I, I don't understand it. How does this happen? And then the Packers, what happened to the Green Bay Packers? Good golly, what a terrible weekend. Falcons lost to whoever it was they played. It doesn't matter who they play, they lose. Uh, did the Huskers lose? Barely. To? Last second field goal, Iowa. To Iowa. Oh, wow. Yep. Boy, they started playing better as the year wore on, though. Didn't yeah, they? won four of their last six. I mean, they could have easily, yeah. and I'm not exaggerating. They could have easily been an eight and four team. Um, just some. Oh uh, well, yeah. Things BYU should way. be a ten and two team. Mm-hmm. They should be ten and two. Uh, the only games they really weren't, you know, in for all intents and purposes were Washington and Utah State. They, I don't know what happened against Utah State, but Washington just outplayed them. They've outplayed everybody else and lost. Uh, those six games. God, ah, frustrating. <laughs> Another thing that's frustrating, 
you know, the caravan. It's, it's actually not on its way. It's it's here. Uh, <laughs> yes. Unless you're to listen to the the media. Wow, what a conspiracy theory. What are thousands of miles away and you're calling it an invasion? They're thousands of miles away. They're like Baghdad Bob. Remember what? The Americans are not here. They are nowhere near. They are not near. Don't believe them. They are nowhere. This is silly. Yes. That's that's the mainstream media. They are not here. They are nowhere. This is silly. Yeah, we, we've got video of them storming the border right now. What? What? No. No, they... They are not near. Don't believe them. They are nowhere. This is silly. This is silly. They are not nearby. Uh, so... You know, they, they rushed the border again yesterday. Uh, authorities clashed with members of the caravan after a group estimated to be in the hundreds stormed a U.S. port of entry. Uh, they left a makeshift makeshift shelter in Tijuana uh, to head for San Ysidro, the largest port of entry on the southern border. It's been reported about 5,000 migrants from the Central American caravan were in the Mexican city. Uh, And then hundreds tried to storm the border. And uh, we've been told, expect a significant U.S. response. I don't know what that's going to be. They did did fire tear tear gas cannons or canisters at them. Uh, I think we have some video of that. First of all, let's let's show them storming the border. Um, Because we we were assured this wasn't going to happen. Oh, that's where they fire the tear gas. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, and they're throwing rocks at him. Okay. But they're not attacking. Look at that. Yeah, see, that's... They're not near the border. Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah. The rocks, so, the rocks just launched themselves, Pat. Right. So they went through a hole in the... In the fence, and mm-hmm. then they scurried back because canisters of tear gas were... But don't worry about it, because they're... Uh, they are not near. Don't believe them. They're not near. They are nowhere. They are nowhere. This is silly. Yeah. Uh, that wasn't <laughs> what you thought it was. It's like when you walk in on your spouse in bed naked with somebody, and they sit up real quick and say, this is not what it looks like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what that is. Yeah, that, wait, what? This is not what it looks like. I know it looks like an invasion, but it's not. We're not even here. We're not near the border. We're not anywhere. This is silly. All right. <laughs> so, for some reason, uh, somebody seems to be trying to break into the United States, but... Uh, it's not them. It's, it's not the caravan. Mm-mm. And if, you, uh, if you're listening to, listening to CNN and MSNBC, you know there's nothing to worry about. You know that you're just a hater if you're concerned about it. A... Uh, Border Patrol spokesperson said officials had suspended northbound and southbound vehicle and pedestrian crossings. <clears throat> so they tried to close down the border. Um, the San Ysidro port of entry is now closed. According to a loudspeaker announcement, barricades in place block the entry. Um, and, of course, they, they shot off the tear gas uh, toward the Mexican side of the border. Now, why was this necessary? Well, hundreds again. Do we have the... Mm-hmm. The the video of the hundreds trying to stream in across the pedestrian crossing. 
Yeah, there they are. Very coordinated. They're all running full speed at the border. There you go. I mean, literally hundreds and hundreds of people. But not an invasion. But not an invasion. And it's so stupid of you to think of it as such. They're not even, they're nowhere near the border. They're not even close to it. The hundreds and hundreds of miles away. They are not near. Don't believe them. They are nowhere. This is silly. Nowhere. Come on. (laughs) So pathetic. And every story I see, it has something like this in it. Anna Zuniga, a 23-year-old from Honduras, was carrying her three-year-old daughter. Uh, Go back to the... uh, Hundreds, the one we just saw. Let's see that again. Try to pick out the women and children here. Um, Okay, I'm seeing a lot of men running toward the U.S. border. That's what I'm seeing. Hundreds and hundreds of them. Carrying a Honduran flag I saw in that shot. Yeah, but they love America. They they love it. Yep. Mm -hmm. I, I think... Some of them thought that was a U.S. flag they yeah. were carrying. They haven't gotten here yet. They haven't seen an American <clears throat> flag, so they don't know. So this is after uh, President Trump tweeted that the U.S. will no longer follow or no longer allow asylum seekers to enter the country until their claims are approved by a judge. Uh, okay, well, is that hateful? Is that terrible? Yeah, you wanting due process yeah. for them. You want to follow the law. <laughs> He said, uh, migrants at the southern border will not be allowed into the United States until their claims are individually approved in court. And he added, we will only allow those who come into our country legally. Though asylum seekers often do legally enter the country at ports of entry before requesting asylum. Well, yeah, but they often don't come in groups of five to 10,000 people, too. I mean, the the media is doing everything they can to make sure that every single one of these people gets into this country. Whether they don't know anything about them, they they know less than than Homeland Security does. I can guarantee you that they know it's the opposite of what President Trump wants. Yeah, and that's all they care about. That's the motivation. It's all they care about. Um, yeah, the spin on this from the media is unbelievable. Uh, another story here from AP that uh, many of these Central Americans camped out in Tijuana are afraid of the Mexicans because, as we showed you last week and the week before, the Mexicans don't want them there. They're telling them to get out, that they're not welcome, that you can't stay here. And who does the AP story blame that on? Uh, Mexican hatred? Nope, Donald Trump. They blame Donald Trump. The angry protests have been fed by concerns raised by President Donald Trump's month-long warnings that criminals and gang members are in the group, even terrorists, though there is no evidence of that. Really? Because Homeland Security said there were at least 500 criminals in the group. At least. Uh, So, does the Associated Press have more information than Homeland Security? I'm kind of thinking, no. And how can the attitude in Mexico be the fault of Donald Trump? That's just, it's unbelievable. It's unbe- They don't need our help to be anti-immigrants. They already are. And they're not, they're not pro-legal immigration. They're just anti-immigration in Mexico. 
Try to sneak into their country illegally and see what happens. Seriously. <laughs> if you if you think that they're so welcoming there, yeah, go try it. Go try it as a as a legal immigrant, in fact, and see how you're treated in Mexico. I mean, it's it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. So they uh some of the migrants have said that they're waiting until twenty thousand people arrive at the border and then they're going to rush us all at once. Uh, one of the migrants said 20,000 people will march through vehicle lanes at the border. And he said that uh, applying for asylum is a waste of time. <laughs> hmm. Well, I'm sorry to inconvenience you. I, I really apologize. We have, I don't know, laws as a sovereign nation. So they're headed towards the border and are planning to wait until an expected 20,000 arrive in Tijuana and then all enter the U.S. illegally at once. Group plans to attempt an illegal entry through the uh, lanes at San Ysidro because it's more spacious. Uh, Marco Gomez, 26, construction worker from Honduras, and he's currently marching with the caravan. He was with a larger group of migrants who were discussing how they want to send a message mm. to Donald Trump mm-hmm. to open the gates. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, they're entitled to break into our country. Um, and they don't care if we want them here or not. It doesn't matter. We'll stay together and be strong and then move on to the U.S. Peacefully, like people going from one country to another. Marching. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Marching from one country to another doesn't sound peaceful, and does that, it? That that sounds almost like uh, it fits in with the phrase invasion. Yeah, it sure does. Hmm. Yeah, it sure does. And scenes maybe you've seen in history from one group of people marching to another country <laughs> to say hi. To say hi, yes. Hey. To say hi. Ah, how you doing? Uh, so Gomez and several others uh, spoke to reporters and said they're unlikely to apply for asylum. It's a waste of time. It's a process that takes months and years. It's a long time. Again, sorry to inconvenience you. That's uh, We shouldn't do that. We shouldn't slow you down in any way. Perhaps you would plan ahead. I don't know. And, um, you know, apply before you come here. How about that? Another migrant, Frank Martinez, had a similar plan. I personally, and I know many people, will attempt to do the same. It's to cross illegally. I will enter illegally because we want a better life and I'm in a hurry. Oh, well, okay. okay. Wow. Well, if you're in a hurry, I mean, we'll just, again, uh, uh, damn us for having laws. He's imposing our laws on you wonderful people. How dare we think that we have a right to know who's coming here? <laughs> and besides, there's nobody there. They are not near. Don't believe them. Okay. They are nowhere. Nowhere. This is silly. <laughs> oh, man. Though the migrants were offered asylum in Mexico, they have no plans to take them up on their offer. Instead, they're going to storm the U.S. border. Mm-hmm. It's not my intention to stay here in this country, he said, of Mexico. <laughs> my intention is the United States. Hmm. Because if asylum is the deal, you could easily take asylum in, in Mexico. They'll, they already said they'd keep you there. And don't worry about any health concerns. Um, I'm sure there's nothing to worry about there either. They're not even here. And, and they're all completely healthy. So. They are not near. Don't believe them. Mm-hmm. They are nowhere. This is silly. All right. 
<laughs> so how'd you get through uh, Thanksgiving with uh, with food issues? Did you uh, overeat maybe a little bit? Uh-huh. And then, yep. you know, there's some leftovers, and so you overeat again the next day and mm-hmm. the day after that. Mm-hmm. And then before you know it, it's time for Christmas food. <laughs> You're overeating the entire month of December, and then, you know, Christmas Eve, you got to eat. Christmas Day, you got to eat. And of course, New Year's, so you might as well wait until January 2nd to start things. There's something you could do. Instead of gaining the usual average 6 to 10 pounds to 15 pounds during this time of year, try Riduzone. Riduzone is a safe, natural, FDA-acknowledged dietary supplement. You take a couple of these before you eat. And it helps to curb your appetite. And it boosts your metabolism. They took the OEA molecule out of olive oil. And uh, that's what helps your body uh, deal with all this food. For about $1.39 a day, Riduzone can help you get through this time of year. Order it today at Riduzone.com. R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E.com. Enter the promo code PAT and get 30% off a three-month supply. It's Riduzone.com. Promo code PAT to take 30% off. Riduzone.com. So, some reporters caught up to some of the migrants, and in addition to the fact that they they plan to break into our country illegally, uh, some of them are intensely ill as well and uh, bringing disease. And uh, that's another thing that's not <laughs> happening, according to the media. Oh, they're all worried about new diseases that they're bringing with them. Yeah, how crazy is that? Um, these reporters were seeing people who were coughing continually, who looked terrible. Uh, one, one guy that they walked up to and interviewed said, yeah, I was even coughing up blood a few days ago. Oh, good. Well, come on in. He said with a smile. Oh, yeah, that's funny. (laughs) Good. It's going to be great. So that's probably just tuberculosis. (laughs) There's nothing to worry about. Come on now. I don't know. Maybe it's Ebola. Who knows? Are you bleeding out your eyeballs? (laughs) That's funny. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> I, I can't. It's, it's just unbelievable. It really is unbelievable. We're the bad guys because we don't want to be infected or overrun. Okay. Right. I mean, just to know who you are when you enter our country, that's too much. That's too much to ask. Because uh, we don't know anything about you. We don't know that you came from a violent area. We don't know that you're actually afraid for your life. We don't know any of those things. It's It may be true. I don't know. But that's the problem. We don't know. So could you be an MS-13 gang member? Of course you could. Could you be a member of a drug cartel? Yes. Could you be the most wonderful person on this earth? Yes. But the problem is there is no way to tell unless... You know, you apply, and we ask you some questions, and we go through the process. Let us find out who you are and what kind of wonderful family, hardworking, decent person you are. <laughs> but no, that's, that's too much. It's just, it's crazy. It's crazy. And by the way, um, you know, the, the media is making a big deal out of tear ga- shooting to tear gas at these invaders. Um Back in 2013, under Barack Obama, you might remember, a group of about 100 people were trying to illegally cross uh, near the San Ysidro port of entry. Same thing. 
They were throwing rocks and bottles at the Border Patrol. And they responded by using pepper spray and other means to force the crowd back into Mexico. Huh. Huh. What kind of hate is that? The, uh, that incident raised concerns among advocates on both sides of the immigration debate, as well as Border Patrol agents. Uh, but did, did you hear anything about this back in 2013? Probably not. Why? Because the media didn't care what Barack Obama did at the border. He didn't, they didn't care at all. And this, these, this was far fewer people, a hundred, as opposed to, you know, the 5,000 that are in Tijuana now, massing uh, close to 20,000 within a few weeks. Uh, but don't, don't worry about it. Don't even, doesn't matter that Obama did it. It's, it just matters what Donald Trump does because they hate him so much. It's, so frustrating so intensely frustrating uh 888-933-93 apparently there was um mexican honduran street fights going on uh is this the one that's at the restaurant uh yes okay Uh, so apparently there's some waiters and some migrants uh having a little discussion (laughs) outside the restaurant and here's what that discussion looked like so wow oh. chairs being thrown and chairs people being bashed with yeah. chairs yeah. and tables now there are patrons throwing the chairs at the restaurant employees that's what we're seeing so what what was the uh, this is in Tijuana <clears throat> yeah mm-hmm. there's a table getting thrown okay mm-hmm. cool. tables and chairs being thrown and picked up and, and beating people with them uh, that's lovely it's a lovely little scene that they just want a better life. Come on. And what was the deal there, we think? Uh, it was apparently a dine and dash situation. Oh, so they didn't want to pay. They just yeah, wanted they a freeload? Right. Huh. Well, why would they have to pay? They're migrants. Mm-hmm. Okay, they're looking for asylum. You're going to make them pay for food? Well, I mean, <laughs> kind of how <laughs> society works. <laughs> you know, you, you pay for, for what you take. It's just unbelievable. And, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh. Now... John Kerry Uh has recently sounded off on an immigration situation, too. Um, Now, his point is a little bit different, but see if you can get the tie-in here uh, from what John Kerry says about immigration in Europe. We're going to have climate refugees. Look at Europe. Europe's already crushed under this transformation that's taken place because of immigration. Wait, what? What? Angela Merkel weakened because of it. What? Uh, and, and other places impacted. Italy significantly huh. impacted its politics by, by immigration. <laughs> now, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a What? Wait. So Europe is being crushed, crushed under the weight of illegal immigration or legal immigration. Whatever the situation is, the immigrants are crushing Europe under the weight of them. Hmm. And actually damaging administrations and nations. Huh. Hmm. Now, no matter the cause of the immigration, whether it's we're just seeking a better life or it's, you know, they're climate refugees, which these people are not. Well, the climate, these climate refugees from Syria, where it got so hot, everybody left that country and went to Europe. Yeah, that's no, it's there's a civil war there. Stupid. What are you talking about? Climate refugees. So, okay, 
he knows they're not climate refugees. They're just refugees. They're just immigrating to Europe. Are you telling me that that much immigration all at once is harmful to a nation? Huh. Huh. Isn't that fascinating? (laughs) I mean, you don't see the tie-in there, John? How many Democrats would complain and moan and want, just like John Kerry did, about what's happening in Europe and Europe being crushed under the weight of this immigration situation, the refugees from the, from the Middle East, and then they, they can't make that tie-in to what's happening at our southern border. Hmm. So Europe is being crushed, but America can handle an infinite amount of people coming across the border? Is that what we're to believe? <laughs> Jeez. No matter what's driving the immig- the migration, something is happening to the countries people are migrating to. And what is that? Is it good? Is it something good? Not to John Kerry. They're being crushed. <laughs> oh, the hypocrisy and the idiocy. It's kind of hard to take, frankly. In fact, it's, it's really hard to take. This global warming situation is causing refugees and the, the immigrants are crushing Europe right now. Look what's going on over there. It's terrible. Yeah, hey, John, did you notice that something similar is happening at our southern border right now? No, I don't know what you're talking about. Those are refugees looking for a better life. Yeah, we had a uh, refugee looking for a better life uh, involved in a hit and run on Thanksgiving in El Paso, killing a Texas teacher. Oh, jeez. But, uh, you know... Ugh. Whatever. Yeah, well, they don't care about that because um, it it could have happened. It happens to citizens uh, with other citizens, too. Mm-hmm. However, what they don't sort of connect with is that that particular death didn't have to happen um, because that person shouldn't be here in the first place to be killing American citizens. So, oh, it's frustrating. Now, I'm already frustrated. You yeah. know, we just had a four-day weekend, mm-hmm. and uh, already I'm frustrated. Yeah, well, Ugh. welcome to 2018. As it just rolls on mm-hmm. in all of its beauty and splendor. In all of its wonderful glory. Mm-hmm. Uh, 888-900-3393. Also, we got to tell you about Elon Musk. Uh, he's headed to Mars and uh, has some interesting things to say huh. uh, about going to Mars. And um, speaking of space travel there's infectious bugs infecting the international space station now oh no that doesn't seem good wait we've got so you got space bugs bugs that don't need oxygen uh, that's what i'm what wondering what's happening yeah i i found that fascinating that uh that that's a thing we're all gonna die i think it's pretty obvious <laughs> yeah. one way or another it's all gonna come to a because, crashing end yeah because when <laughs> These astronauts come back to Earth, um, you know, they're going to be around other human beings uh-huh. passing around these space bugs. Space so, bugs. Uh, actually, they say it's not a problem yet, but could be eventually at some point. And, uh, okay. So, if okay. It's never a problem at the beginning. Right. No, it's nothing to worry about. I mean, right. it's just, look, they came back with like scabies and bugs and stuff, but it's not like for yeah, you to worry about. it's nothing to worry, to worry about. about, though. We got it under control. I mean, they only followed us back from outer space. But we're good. Okay. Hey, have you ever seen Alien? Um, <laughs> Thank you. Just kind of curious. Don't know if you've maybe seen that one. Um. Okay, well, that's good. Uh, yeah, it's good. And no wonder that's good. Elon Musk wants to go to Mars. 
It's right. Because he knows what's coming back down from outer space. He wants to go back up there now. When, when like, gigantic worm-like creatures start mm-hmm. bursting out of people's stomachs, I'm going to go with Elon Musk to Mars. That's I, probably I, a good... Yeah, I don't want that to happen. Time to make that decision. Yeah. <laughs> don't want that. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. And it Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Might just be November, but it certainly isn't too early. It's I mean the Christmas season is officially here now. Yeah, we got twenty nine shopping days left until Christmas. Twenty wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. And today's Cyber Monday. It sure is. So this might be a really good day to buy that special someone in your life. The iTarget Pro system. Yes. It's a product that has revolutionized uh, dry fire training. You don't have to go to the range. You don't have to buy a bunch of ammo. Because this uses your smartphone and their app. And it tracks a caliber-specific laser inside your weapon that you use instead of in place of a bullet. And that detects exactly where your shots are landing. So you can do this in your home without shooting bullets through walls and furniture. Or certainly people. Um, iTarget Pro, completely safe. Comes with your caliber-specific laser, the targeting system, and the instructions so you can start training right away. Go to the website, itargetpro.com, check out the video, choose your caliber, and download the app so you're all set when your system arrives. Right now, get free shipping through the end of the year. Plus, you'll save an additional 10% when you use the offer code PAT at checkout. Save money, save time, take your skill to the next level, and have a lot of fun doing it. It's iTargetPro, the letter I, the targetpro.com. iTargetPro.com, offer code PAT. Pat Gray Unleashed. Happy Cyber Monday. And what a, a wonderful, tender day this is. Yeah? Yeah, well over the weekend, the uh, beautiful couple from uh, the Morning Cup of Postum. Uh, Joe and Mika, Joe Scarborough, Mika Brzezinski, or as we like to lovingly call them, Skarzinski. Skarzinski. Oh, it's <laughs> cute. Right. They combined. Yeah, their... they got a combo name. Oh, they didn't go with uh, Braboro. Yeah, no, apparently okay. not. I think it's Skarzinski. Okay. Yeah, just like uh, Brangelina or uh-huh. you know any of those really fun, wonderful, fun combo names. Uh, they've got combo names now. They've actually. Tied the knot over the weekend. That is so sweet. Isn't that it's wonderful? It's been a long time coming. Sure has. Mm-hmm. Now, this is a <clears throat> crazy, wacky love story that was completely denied by the couple for a good long time, and it really pissed them off when people called them a couple. Mm. Uh, but now, apparently, they got past all of that, and their love was too powerful. They couldn't, uh, they couldn't deny it any longer. <laughs> so they embraced it, and... And at 5.40... Skarzynski was born. 5.40 p.m. Saturday evening. Mika Brzezinski, half of Skarzynski, <laughs> hurried out of a black SUV a few dozen yards from the back entrance of the National Archives. Oh. An umbrella was popped open for her, and she walked into the historic library in order to get married to her longtime Morning Joe colleague... Mm-hmm. And partner, mm-hmm. Joe Scarborough. Yay! Oh, this is so beautiful, tender, uh-huh. and loving. It's absolutely wonderful. Um, so, in front of the Constitution, Declaration of Independence, the Bill of Rights, because they, they love those documents so much. Well, these that two. and oh, this gosh. event is on gosh. par with <clears throat> those events. 
on in American par, history. I think it surpasses those. Surpasses. Look how old and dusty those things mm. are. Their mm-hmm. love is new and beautiful yeah. and eternal. Uh, part of the popularity of the Skarzynski relationship derives from the fact, according to this article, okay. that despite their prominent roles as hosts of perhaps the most influential news program in American politics. Wow. Are you freaking... Who wrote this? Shut up. Who? <laughs> what? Let me see. Uh, this is from... Uh, Vanity Fair. <laughs> okay, no wonder. But good golly, even for Vanity Fair, that's a massive stretch. The most influential news program in American pop they're like fourth in the morning. Yeah, they're not even <clears throat> most influential in the morning. No. I mean, in that's in cable, not in all of television. I mean, Fox and Friends crushes them. I think CNN beats them in the morning. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Their romance has been handled with militant discretion mm, the couple who were engaged last spring at the hotel du cap in antibes france mm. gosh I, that's where yeah. i think so many of us yeah we can relate to that because so many of us go to france yeah. south of france north of france antibes sometimes you know uh who knows marseille mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh if you will it's a working man's trip Paris. Uh, sometimes, but uh, but we can all relate to heading to France to pop the question to our loved one, can't we? Uh, <laughs> um They never talk about the relationship on air, which is not true. Uh, Vanity Fair, because we've seen it many times. They're seldom photographed together at social events or spotted at restaurants, vacations, or parties. This discipline has lent the duo an unexpected celebrity air, rendering them <clears throat> a sort of Brangelina of the political media in crowd. A credential more or less certified when Donald Trump offered to have them married at the White House. Remember when they were friends? Uh-huh. When they were close buddies with the president? Now they hate his guts and he them? They declined the offer, of course. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Their wedding was handled with similar secrecy. Washington was a post-Thanksgiving ghost town. Congress was out of session and the president was in Palm Beach. Much of the city's permanent class was away for the holiday or at home in suburban Maryland or northern Virginia. Most of the people working for the vendors didn't know the identity of the betrothed until Saturday evening. And by the way, how much does it cost to hold your wedding at the National Archives? Right, right. Boy, look at that beautiful couple there on wow. the Blaze TV, Pat. Look at them. I know. Look at they're her. Adorable. Looking up. Adorable. Oh. By the way, that the cake they're cutting into was a 20-layered 20 what? layered cake. It looks like a pancake from here. Well, I think they just removed part of it and cut into oh, it. Oh, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, Stupid. And that couldn't have cost very much money at all. Riboro. These are just like, they're everyday people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just like yep, you, and, you me. and me. I mean, don't even worry about they're, these. They're, they're practically like family. Yeah. Because oh, every yeah, morning yeah. you wake yep. up with they're them. Right they're right in right your there. living room or bedroom. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is kind of icky to think of. Yeah. Them in your bedroom. Ooh. Oh, boy. No, thank you. <laughs> so, um, the couple didn't send out any formal invitations. Really? No. They made about 14 phone calls to their family members and close, close personal friends. Or their producers did that for them. Right, yes. You know that's what happened. <laughs> that's right. And none of the guests knew where the dinner was until Saturday evening. 
Ooh, secrets. See, that way they could keep it even more mm-hmm. secret. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they didn't have to trust anybody with the information. They chose this date because people with prying eyes would be out of town. But it would also work with their kids' school schedules. Aw. Uh, Joe, Mr. Postum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Has four children from two previous marriages. Mm-hmm. Brzezinski has two daughters from her first marriage. We wanted it to be really small and simple and not what you expected from Mika and Joe. Brzezinski uh, explained on Saturday. I love how she used her name first because in the show it's Joe and Mika. Um, But to Mika, it's Mika and Joe. Wow. Uh, Everything we do is exposed and everything felt exposed every step of the way. So we want this to be private until it's over. I, we wanted to recognize it more quietly and have the people who are most important to us around us. Yeah, that's too many references to the word exposed by Mika Brzezinski, yeah, by the way. Yeah. And, you know, our show is a cocktail party every morning. Oh, that's how I look at it, too. Yeah. Like a family cocktail party. Yeah, and they're all you know? dressed up all formal and stuff, too. <laughs> <sighs> oh, Scarborough playfully interrupted at this point at the Uh-oh. Vanity Fair uh, Love Fest. Not a cocktail party. <laughs> a coffee. We have three hours talking to our good friends every morning. That's beautiful. <laughs> that is exactly what it feels like, Joe. Thank you for bringing that home to us all. Because, yes, that's what your show feels like. Explaining how a rotating cast of their friends make their way onto the set from 6 to 9 every weekday morning to help make sense of the news. We made the decision a year ago to dramatically change our lives and have a low-key existence. The more time we can spend with our family, the happier we are. That These two are just yeah. good, wonderful, decent, hardworking family Well, they're made for each other. Who proposed in France and then were married at the National Archives. They're just average Americans. Just like you and me. You know, they pick up their lunch pail every day. They go to work at the factory, you know, and uh, it's just really gratifying. I wonder what belt she wore, um, <laughs> if you recall. Yeah, wasn't the belt like, uh, yeah. that was a big deal. Cause that was, it was a big a deal because I remember. Designer belt and she was yeah. really pissed that she didn't have it and or her, something. And her producer had to hold up like all these belts, if I recall right. Yeah. Right? And like, yeah. which belt do you want to use? And uh, and it was like the $84,000 belt. Yeah. <laughs> That's how we start the show every morning. Um, which belt here. am I going to use? Yeah, I'm standing yeah. out here in the hallway and Pat's rushing in. And I'm like, all right, hold on before you go on. Where's which, my belt? Which belt do you want today? <laughs> and you're like, oh, okay, should I go? Well, oh, that? man, I don't know. It's so hard to decide between belts. Yeah. What, the belt, by the way, that they don't even see because the desk covers your yeah. area there. Yeah, you're... Belt uh, area. Yeah, but Pat, we, mm-hmm. we go on in two minutes. You've got to pick a belt, man. So hard to pick belts. Every morning we do this little dance in the hallway. Because we can one. relate to Mika. We can. Uh-huh. The monsoon-like weather made the secret easier to keep. The sidewalks were almost entirely clear, and most people in the city were huddled inside. Brzezinski had absconded from the nearby Ritz-Carlton. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sheathed in a bathrobe to keep uh, dry and keep her dress hidden. The Ritz Carlton, that's where they were staying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. Yeah, yeah. Just an average everyday couple. Yeah. Staying at the Ritz Carlton, going to France for the proposal, having their wedding at the National Archives, you Just know. Just an average. Staying for the weekend at the Ritz Carlton in D.C. Average Joe Scarborough. Nah, yeah, this cost almost nothing. This is just a low-key event. Don't even don't even think that these two are uppity, uppity elites. No. Don't even Don't even think that. Cocktail. 
<laughs> Try coffee. Right. Exactly. <sighs> the archives closed to the public on Saturday evening and almost entirely empty apart from security and staff was opened to accommodate the couple and five guests plus their children. It was the first time a wedding had ever been held there. Wow. <laughs> oh my gosh. They're groundbreaking. Look, there's there's the whole crew that was there at the uh, Wow. On the Blaze TV. Oh, there we go. Yeah, so we got the, That's the whole wedding party right we there. Got two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve, fourteen, sixteen, eighteen, twenty. It's just a twenty. You 20 know, people. romantic. And a dog, apparently. Low is that key? a dog up there? What is that? Where? I don't know. The toward the front, right in the middle? The blonde in the black dress holding a a dog. Right in the middle there. Is she holding a dog? She's uh, apparently has been confirmed holding a dog at a wedding. All righty. At the National Archives. Well, some people just can't part with their animal for a few hours, you know? Hmm. Ah, this is great because... It's beautiful. Yeah, just to show you just how how middle class and average these people are. They continue to impress. Scarborough, for his part, wore a black Xenia suit. Who? Zanya, Z E G N A. It's a big deal. Huh? Zanya, oh yes, uh, that's an expensive suit. Uh, I don't even know. We uh, Glenn would have a better handle on that, but they that's uh-huh. that's a pricey suit. Uh, they cost between twenty five hundred and twenty two thousand dollars. <laughs> okay, somewhere so in there. Somewhere in the twenty five hundred to twenty two thousand range. I can't. Jeez. Man. Yeah, just average, wonderful, yeah. hardworking, decent, you know. Coffee. Salt of the earth coffee, coffee people. Coffee time. Yeah, coffee people. He, so we had the Zania suit, <laughs> what he called a Robert Mueller approved white shirt. That's so clever. He is just yeah, he so is. clever. That's probably how Mika fell in love with him. Oh, sure. He's I mean, that in so part. clever. Yeah. And a traditional black wedding tie, he affixed a boutonniere with a white orchid and green sprigs to his label. Lapel. Sprigs. Any story with the That's word great. sprigs in it, I'll pass. Wow. <laughs> I'm going to find this. We're going to post it at Pat on I mean, this is a it. love letter from Vanity uh-huh. Fair. They are in love with these two. On and on and on and on. They describe every yeah. stinking Detail for mm-hmm. page after page after page of this story. Good heavens. I mean, I, it would take us until the end of the show to read the rest of this. <laughs> but suffice it to say that this was just an average yeah. everyday event from a couple of working class people. So it's nice that we could all be a part of celebrating their love, though, isn't it? Isn't that wonderful? Just, I think it's wonderful. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Let me tell you about uh, getting prepared for any eventuality with my Patriot Supply. This is this is what I've used to get prepared because we prepared for years and years and years of our marriage, and then stored all of our food preparation. Um, it kind of some of it in a basement, some of some of it in a in a garage, and then when it was time to move. In fact, we were moving out to New York City. Uh, to work with Glenn again. And uh, we opened up some of the containers and it was all uh, uh, infested with bull weevils or rat poop or uh, who knows what. I mean, it was stuff nasty. you don't want to yeah, you, stuff count you don't want to survival. Con- you don't want to consume it. And so we had to throw it all away after years of preparation. So 
when we re-prepared, uh, we did it with My Patriot Supply, that these are all individually uh, sealed and stored in an easy area that you could just put in a room somewhere. We got a year supply that takes up, you know, just the back wall of a room. It's fantastic. And so if you'd like to get prepared, you can you can go the whole way and get a year supply. Um, or right now they're offering their lowest price of the year on two really popular emergency food kits. Go to my special website, preparewithpat.com, and you can check both of them out and place your order. They, so you could get prepared for three days, for two weeks, for a month. Start whatever at whatever level you're comfortable with and then work your way up from there. But you'll be prepared when any emergency happens. It might even just be, you know, you could lose your job or Jeffy might move into your neighborhood oh, and no. consume all the food in the area. Um, whatever the case may be, these food kits include breakfast, lunch, and dinners that last up to 25 years in storage. And they taste great. You don't have to rotate this stuff. It's just an awesome way to prepare. Preparing with My Patriot Supply is, is the smart thing to do and so easy. Do it right now at preparewithpat.com. That's preparewithpat.com. Pat Gray Unleashed. Triple Eight, 900-3393. Uh, Al Gore says that God told him to fight global warming. Hmm. Oh, that's great. Well, then. Engaging in some advanced publicity for his new global warming film spectacular. An inconvenient sequel. Well, he already did that, right? Yeah, this is an old story. Let me see From this. a year ago. Give me this thing. He did this. Give me this thing. Because it's... I brought it in here. I'll take the blame. Let me see it. No. Okay. I'm still going to read it because I'm interested. That mm. uh, We missed this a year ago, so wow. we might as well share it now. Anyway, he told uh, Interview Magazine that God didn't create global warming, but he wants us to fix it. No, sure, and I believe that. I mean, do we want? does he want us to take care of the planet? Yes. Does he want us to be good stewards? Yes. Is the planet that he created so fragile that we can wreck it with a couple of SUVs that he knew we were going to uh, invent? No, it's not that fragile. Regarding, regarding the climate movement, Gore said, there are people who say God is in complete control of everything that happens. And if Earth is getting warmer, then maybe God intends that. Well, No. God intends for us to take responsibility for how we treat God's creation. And if we choose to use the thin shell of atmosphere surrounding our planet as an open sewer (laughs) for 110 million tons of global warming pollution every day, the consequences are attributable to us. I see. Sorry. Mm -hmm. Our bad. And uh, he says, if you're a believer, as I am, I think God intends for us to open our eyes and take responsibility for the moral consequences of our actions. So we only take responsibility for our actions regarding the planet. Don't worry about your actions uh, when they involve killing a baby. That doesn't matter. (laughs) That's perfectly fine. (laughs) 
Uh, don't worry about any consequences there from taking the life of an innocent child. Uh, there's no consequences from that. Just so selective in his uh, responsibility taking. Why? I don't know. Could it be because he's a stinking climate billionaire? Yeah, it could be. Yes, it could be, and it is. Eh, hypocrisy is just uh, so thick. You can't even cut through it with a machete. Um, plus, we have uh, from the New York Times a major scientific report <clears throat> that was issued by 13 federal agencies on Friday. Uh oh. Representing the starkest warnings to date. Oh, no. <clears throat> yep. We're going to get to that. Um, we'll talk about the. Uh, the some of the solutions to this problem. Yes, yes, these are good. We're going to fix global warming. We, we, we've got a tremendous plan now to fix it, and uh, I think <laughs> you're going to love it. Can't wait to share how we fix the global warming situation. Do you think there's a possibility to get any of this wedding cake? Maybe leftover wedding cake from you know, uh, from uh, the morning cup of Boston? Yeah, people? from Skarzinski. I don't know. We'll have to make a call to MSNBC. Like, I'm, I'm telling you, it looks like a pancake, left. Pat. I mean, I really want some now. It looks like a giant I'm pancake sure wedding cake. Quite delicious. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Packer and Leash coming up. Pat Gray Unleashed. You can get our uh, merchandise as well uh, at shop.theblaze.com. Oh, Cyber Monday! Perfect for Cyber Monday Yay. and the Christmas giving season. I uh, got all kinds of uh, Pat Gray Unleashed stuff, like the mug, the T-shirts, the sweatshirts, uh, all, ki- t- all kinds of really cool stuff. Very cool. Hoodies. This shirt is so soft, by the way. Oh, right? yeah, it is. Look at that, man. Silky soft. Oh, you're going to love that. <laughs> Shop.theblaze.com is where you can get it all. Also, there's kind of a throwback. Not kind of. It, it is a throwback. Uh, Glenn and Pat T-shirt. Uh, with our smiling faces on it uh, from our, I think, our, our very first uh, promotional photo shoot that we ever did in Baltimore. Circa 1990, is that right? Yeah. 89? Mm-hmm. 89, 90-ish, in there somewhere. Uh, 888-933-93. Also, tomorrow is Giving Tuesday. Aw. Thanksgiving uh, relief efforts are in full swing, um, and... Giving Tuesday kicks off the charitable season when a lot of people focus on their holiday and end of the year giving. So please consider giving to Mercury One. They do all kinds of incredible work. When you give to Mercury One, you're you're a significant part of improving somebody's life. While most of us were enjoying a really nice and cozy Thanksgiving day with food and family, <clears throat> M1 partner Somebody Cares was on the ground between Elizabethtown and Lumberton, North Carolina. Yeah, still in North Carolina helping out with those hurricane victims, wow. serving 2,500 meals. Most of the meals were delivered by volunteers to the homes of the elderly, shut-ins, and others that couldn't get out. And you can help provide these meals by giving through MercuryOne.org. Also, you know, we're involved in the uh, relief of the fires, which have been so incredibly devastating and horrific. Uh, so MercuryOne.org. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three and at Pat Unleashed, uh, where Avery tweets, "Where are the men? Where are the men?" <laughs> if you remember Alex Jones's question, mm-hmm. apparently at the border, Alex, all the men 
are at the border. That's where they're at. That's a very good point, Avery. <laughs> Rushing the border from Tijuana into San Diego. And soon they'll be everywhere. And worship leader Caleb. Hey, if you want horrible football, which we were talking about because of BYU, Nebraska, well, Atlanta, no, Green we Bay, all lost. Um, worship leader Caleb tweets, if you want horrible football, watch the McKenzie Milton injury. Mm. I thought I was going to puke. Oh, that is hard to watch. Yeah. It's a lot like the Theismann break, yeah, yeah. which so was the uh, Alex Smith break. Oof. I mean, it just there's been some horrific injuries in football. Lately. And that was Central Florida's uh, quarterback. Um, they won that game, though, so they're still undefeated. Yeah, and- they won pretty easily, too. Mm-hmm. So they're, what, 12-0? and Yeah. Now? Undefeated, yeah. And I think they have, they probably have a, they have their conference championship, I think. Yeah, I think it's going to be against in the Memphis CUSA. again. They already beat yeah. Okay, and they already sure. beat him handily. Mm, uh, it was pretty close. Was it? Yeah. And then they have, uh, obviously, they probably won't go to the playoff, but they'll they'll go to a New Year's Six day, uh, New Year's Six bowl game. Yeah, they won 31-30 over Memphis, <clears throat> and now comes the rematch. Oh, it's 31-30? That was the only game Ooh. that was wow. nail-bitingly close. Also, for football over the Thanksgiving weekend, it was dang cold. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you went out to a, uh, a stadium and watched a game in person, good for you, because you had to brave some serious freaking cold in most locations across the country. Uh, record-breaking cold in New York, the um, the Thanksgiving Day Macy's Parade was the coldest ever. Coldest ever. <laughs> 26 degrees was the coldest before this, and it was set in 1901. It was 19 degrees when the when the parade started. 19. Record-breaking cold snap swept through the region on Thanksgiving. Uh, it killed a dozen sea turtles on Cape Cod. Wow. And it, it plunged Mount Washington into record-setting cold temperatures. Uh, the National Weather Service said Thursday's big chill made it the coldest November 22nd on record in Providence, Hartford, and uh, Worcester, Massachusetts. The mercury plunged to 11 in Hartford, breaking the previous record of 14 in 1969. It dropped to 15 degrees in Providence. Uh, and in Worcester, 7 degrees on November 22nd. 7. Global warming. Yeah, it's global warming. Perfectly consistent, they'll tell you, with global warming. Because, I don't know, the sea ice melted and caused the... Uh, Polar vortex to yeah, yeah, yeah. slip down into the country. The polar vortex, yeah. Oh, You're brother. with it. Mm-hmm. Shut up. Shut up. So stupid. But there is a solution. Oh, yeah? Um, and, and look, I, you know, we're, we don't just talk about the problems here. We talk about the solutions. So we can fix this now. We can fix it. Oh, I'm listening. Scientists are saying uh, they've got an ingenious, but as, as yet unproven way to tackle climate change. Okay. Uh, what they want to do, according to CNN... This isn't from the Weekly World News. What they want to do is spray sun-dimming chemicals into the Earth's atmosphere. Oh. The research by scientists at Harvard and Yale proposed using a technique known as stratospheric aerosol injection, which they say could cut the rate of global warming in half. This doesn't sound I, like a good plan. I thought aerosols were contributing to global warming that's and right. holes that's in what the we ozone. Were and, 30, 40 years ago. That's why we got rid of all the aerosol spray cans. Yeah, yeah. And now, now they want to spray stuff into <sighs> the atmosphere. I mean, we had to get rid of um, 
you know, the, the cooling product in uh, Freon. Air condi- Freon. We mm-hmm. had to get rid of it because that yep. was contributing to global yep. warming. Now, yep. So if you have a Freon air conditioner and then your air conditioner breaks down, you got to switch the whole system. Yeah, or pay, you know, three and a half times more Pathetic. To, to cool it down in your house. Ugh. Uh, no, this is good. From the same planet that can't tell the difference between men and women, uh, we're going to attempt to um, right. Right. dim the sun. And by the way, I thought the sun wasn't the problem. I thought CO2 was the problem. <laughs> what do you mean? You're going to, what, what does the sun have to do with warming on this planet? Nothing, I've been led to believe. That's just a two million degree burning orb in the sky. That's got nothing to do with our heat. (laughs) This doesn't end well. The technique would involve spraying large amounts of sulfate particles into the Earth's lower uh, stratosphere at altitudes as high as 12 miles. The scientists propose delivering the sulfates with specially designed high altitude aircraft balloons or large naval style guns whoa whoa <laughs> we're going to war with our atmosphere stratospheric aerosol injection would involve spraying sulfate particles yeah i already said that um despite the tech technology being uh underdeveloped and with no existing aircraft suitable to adapt to this the researchers say developing a new purpose-built tanker with a substantial payload would neither be technologically difficult nor prohibitively expensive. So they can easily do this. They estimate the total cost of launching a hypothetical system in 15 years' time at around $3.5 billion, with costs uh, running about $2.25 billion a year over a 15-year period of time. Well, that's, that's cheap if you're going to save the planet, right? Yeah, I mean, what is the planet worth to you? Yeah. Pat, um, it's easily worth this. Easily. So we're going to dim the sun now. <laughs> and crops, crops will no longer grow. And uh... If you start messing with things like this, can you imagine? Are we this stupid? What could possibly go wrong? I should not ask a question I know the answer we, to. Of course we're this stupid. Absolutely we're this stupid. Watch them start doing this. <sighs> and will they tell us if they do? I don't know. Yeah, that's a good question, because if it goes radically wrong, they don't want to be blamed for it. Ugh. They don't want to be blamed for it. This world sucks. What what makes all of this even worse is that over the weekend, mm-hmm. the Trump administration came out with their new report, which kind of backs up all the garbage about global warming. 13 federal agencies released a report warning... About the consequences of climate change for the U.S., predicting that if significant steps aren't taken to rein in global warming, the damage will knock as much as 10% off the size of the American economy by the century's end. (laughs) How does this happen? The report, uh, which was mandated by Congress and made public by the White House, is notable not only for the precision of its calculations and bluntness, of its conclusions, but also because its findings are directly at odds with President Trump's agenda, which he asserts will spur economic growth. Uh, There is a bizarre contrast between this report, yeah, and and this administration's own policies, according to the uh, Woods Hole Research Center. The who? The Woods Hole. Wait, it's a Woods Research. Hole? I gotta look this. This isn't real. Woods <laughs> Hole. 
Woods Research Hole Research Center. Center. That's an unfortunate name. It sure is. And it's, that you uh, could twist around and well, make something else if you Obviously, you, you know to. what the Woods Hole Research Center is, a scientific research organization that studies climate change mm-hmm. impacts and solutions. Wonderful. And That's where great. It, where do you think it's based at? What do you think? I have no idea. Well, probably Washington, D.C. Think so? I don't know. Oh, <clears throat> Falmouth, Massachusetts. Oh, I was going to say um, Massachusetts. Um, and here's the problem. Like right before this report, was this just before the report came out? Yeah. President Trump tweets, brutal and extended cold blast could shatter all records. Whatever happened to global warming? Ah, well, let's just check uh, your administration's report and we'll find out what happened to global warming. <laughs> it's worse than ever. <laughs> oh, boy. How does this, I, seriously, how does how does that happen? How does it happen? Those are uh, bureaucrats still entrenched. Good golly, that's amazing. Uh, I, I'm sorry, I still, I mean, I, I don't care what the administration says about it. I'm not... I'm just not, I don't buy into the man-caused global warming. Well, it was definitely cold enough over the weekend still to have some snow uh, around the country. Yeah, and the yeah. and the Weather Channel, uh, t- you know, um, weatherman uh, yeah. took, took note of it because mm-hmm. uh, he found the first snow person Aww. of the season being built. Mike Seidel, he tweeted out a picture of the first, what he called the snow person. Snow That's person. So inclusive. Field that. reporter Matt Seidel uh, tweeted out <laughs> that he found here we go the first snow person of the season and the second snowfall in less than a week in Nashua, New Hampshire. Uh you know what he's famous for, Seidel. He's the one who uh, did the little fake walk against the wind there uh, during the hurricane, where he's like, "Oh, it's so hard! Oh, look at me! I'm trying to walk." <laughs> Is that the, the wind. same guy? Yeah, he's like trying oh, to stand great. up, and then the guys in the background just like. Walking along all nicely. <laughs> Same guy. And so now he's uh, he's making it. You can't say snowman, I guess. It's got to be a snow person. Did you just say the word snowman? Can yeah, we I did. dump that? Mm-hmm. I mean, Frosty the snow person. It, it makes uh, it a little tougher song, doesn't it? A little tougher. Frosty the snow person. Yeah, what rhymes with person? See, Jolly, happy soul. Happy. Can you say that he had a soul? You can't say that anymore. You're going to have to change that song completely. Yeah, right. Gonna, Is this... That needs a complete rewrite. Frosty the snow person. People were actually <laughs> mocking him after he said it. Do we really have to do we really have to bring it to that level where you can't call a snowman a snowman? It's a snow person. It's not a person. It's made of snow. And the children know how it came to life one day. You know. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Speaking of President Trump, tweets. Oh, this one is one of my favorites. On Sunday, he tweeted out, "It's so great that oil prices are falling." Parenthetically, thank you, President T. <laughs> Add that, which is like a big tax cut to our other good economic news. Inflation down. Are you listening, Fed? Uh-oh. I love how he thanks himself parenthetically in the tweet and comes up with a nice nickname, President T for himself. See, I, I saw that tweet yesterday and I was thinking of Mr. T. Like when I saw that, like I knew uh-huh. what he was saying, but, but Mr. T came to mind. I don't know why. I don't think he was talking about Pre- I, I Mr. That, T, though. But, but yeah. it, was, it was a good 80s memory for me, mm-hmm. just for a flashing moment there. Well, I'm mm-hmm. glad he could help yeah. you know, enhance your day. But uh, good job there calling out the Fed. Always a smart move by a sitting president. Yeah, that's great. Mm-hmm. 888 thirty three ninety three. 
and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Um, hopefully, you saw Glenn's program a couple of weeks ago about title home title fraud. Um, this is a really fast-growing problem by criminal elements in this country that uh, do this pretty easily. The uh, FBI agent from Home Title Lock, he was a former FBI agent, now he works for Home Title Lock, but he showed Glenn how easy it is to just steal his information online and then uh, take out a loan with that with the stolen mortgage, with the stolen title. And any thief can do this. It's just, it's pretty easy. It takes them, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes. And then they take out a massive home equity loan uh, against that title. And then you're left with the payments. Now, if that happens to you, it is really, really difficult to untangle yourself from it. You don't want this to happen. When I found out this was a possibility, I knew I had to get home title lock. If you own a home, if you own any rental properties, if you have elderly parents who don't know about this kind of stuff, get home title lock for them. For pennies a day, home title lock puts a virtual barrier around your home's title and anytime they detect any sort of sinister activity, they get on it and shut it down. Now, your home's title could already be compromised. You can find out by signing up at HomeTitleLock.com for your free title scan and report, which is a $100 value that they're going to throw in for free. Visit HomeTitleLock.com and get some peace of mind on this issue. HomeTitleLock.com Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, Rick Santorum had some great stuff to say about this global warming stuff in the report that came out uh, from the Trump administration. They're actually not, as he points out, Trump people who came out with this report. Uh, he was on the State of the Union on Sunday on, on CNN with uh, Dana Bash. And he said that climate scientists are driven by money. Yeah, you think? President Trump seems to be at odds over his own administration over a new report warning about the effects of climate change, Bash said. Did we mention that the administration released a report on Friday of a holiday weekend? Let's talk about that. Rick Santorum is nodding his head because he was just one of a panel. And Santorum said, good for them. Bash was only slightly caught caught off guard uh, with him saying good for them. She said, all right, at least you guys are transparent about it. And Santorum said, well, this is a report generated by people who are in the bureaucracy. These are not Trump appointees. I mean, this report has been generated for, and Bash interjected, meaning they're not political. Well, no. I think that the point that Donald Trump made is true, which is, look, if there was no climate change, we'd have a lot of scientists looking for work. That's for sure. The reality is that a lot of these scientists are driven by the money that they receive and, of course, they don't receive money from corporations and Exxon and the like. And why? Because they're not allowed to. Because it's tainted. But they can receive it from people who support their agenda. And that, I believe, is what's going on here. How dare you mention that the other side might be motivated by money? How dare you, Rick Santorum? That can only be alleged by the non-warmest people. Those are the ones who are in it for money from the likes of ExxonMobil and Chevron. Those are the people who are on the take. Uh, he further said, no one doubts that the climate has changed. No one doubts that. The question is, how much does man contribute? Number one. And number two, what can man actually do to change it? 
Those are the two big issues that we really don't talk about. So then uh, Simone Sanders from CNN jumped in and uh, suggest questioned the idea of big climate. Scientist after scientist after scientist is now sounding the alarm that if we don't do something to protect our planet now, 20 to 30 years from now, our life will be very different. So this is not some ploy by the lobby of the climate elite. I don't even know if that exists. This is... This is the fact of what's happening. California was literally burning last week. California is literally burning. That is not normal. It's not? It happens every single year. What do you mean it's not? Ugh, it's agonizing. Anyway, Santorum responded, man's policies had a lot to do with that because of the forestry policies of the state of California. Then Sanders responds, oh, so we just need to rake the floor? Yeah, that's that's what'll take care of it. Just rake the forest and you'll be fine. <laughs> These people are ridiculous. Um there's all kinds of disagreement over the climate. And if you've ever seen the report of I don't know 30 many is it it's thir- like 38,000 scientists who disagree with man-caused global warming that we had anything to do with it or that we have very much to do with it. But they act, again, they act as if there's consensus. And you're a buffoon if you don't buy into the consensus nonsense. Uh, Probably the only solution is to head for Mars. And that's what Elon Musk is apparently planning to do. And it's about time. He said that, uh, well, he was asked if he himself uh, will be headed for Mars. And uh, here's what Musk had to say about that. You're 47. What is the likelihood that you personally will go to Mars? 70%. We've recently made a number of breakthroughs that, huh. I, that I'm just really fired up about. And when does that happen? In our lifetimes? Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about moving there. So it's like, so if it, it, you can get the price per ticket maybe around a couple hundred thousand dollars. This could be an escape hatch for rich people. No, no. Your probability no. of dying on Mars is much higher than Earth. Really, the Africa right. to Mars would be like Shackleton's Africa going to the Antarctic. Mm-hmm. It's going to be hard. Uh, there's a good chance of death. Mm-hmm. Going in a little can through deep space. You might land successfully. Once you land successfully, there will be a mat- you'll be working nonstop to build the base. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're, you're not, not much time for leisure. And uh, once you get there, even after doing all mm-hmm. this, uh, it's a very harsh environment. So there's a good yeah. chance you die there. Right. Um, we think you can come back, but we're not sure. Now, does that sound like an escape hatch for rich people? <laughs> and yet you would unhesitate to make up. You know, there's lots of people like climb mountains. You know why they climb mountains? Because people die on Mount Everest all the time. Yeah. They like doing it for the challenge. And let's not forget, I mean, he left one important aspect of Mars travel out. Well, well, well. You just become a slave. This may strike Um, your listeners as way out, but we actually mm -hmm. believe that there is a colony on Mars that is populated by children children who were kidnapped. Mm-hmm. And sent into space on a twenty-year ride. A twenty-year uh, ride. So that once they mm-hmm. get to Mars, they have no alternative but to be slaves on the Mars colony. Which really sucks. Uh, that, yeah, that doesn't sound suck. like an escape hatch for the rich to me. Does it to you? Uh, no. 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 I, I don't think so. It's. It sounds like a really difficult time in your life when you're sent to Mars on a twenty-year journey, and then when you get there, the only option left is slavery. That's not good. That is not good. Musk is right, too, about the uh, possibility of death. I mean, it's a really good chance. There is a really good chance that everybody who goes to Mars dies before they get back. 
I mean, that's a round trip that has never been made by humanity. That's a tough trip. Because, yeah, you've got no shelter there, uh, for one thing. Even if you do land safely, you got to build it all. Uh, something can't go wrong on the on the Mars surface. Oof. I'd hate to be stuck there with those uh, space bugs, though. Right? Just uh, Right? The ones from the space station that we were talking about a while ago? Because, I mean, I have not confirmed this. I mm-hmm. apologize. But I don't think there's Orkin on Mars just yet. Wow. So what are you going to do? Well, you bring some with you, maybe. I don't know. I guess. Bring yeah. some with you. Um, bring an Orkin man. That's all. 888 <laughs> You know, when your ears aren't clean, you, you don't hear really... You know, scientific things like we're trying to tell you this morning. Uh, plus, they itch. They get painful. They're, they're plugged up. It's not fun. Um, and if you use the cotton swabs, just pushes all that stuff back further in your ear. Try Dr. Developed Wax RX. UseWaxRx.com is where you can get it. And it uses a special wax softening drop to break down what's inside of your ear. And then there's a specially engineered pump fitted with a unique tip to gently deliver the perfect amount of cleansing pressure to flush everything out, and then there's a pH-conditioned formula to rinse and soothe your ears. It's just an awesome product. You're going to love this stuff. Go to usewaxrx.com, order your reusable system today. Use the offer code radio for free standard shipping. Usewaxrx.com. Pat Gray Unleashed. 933 93. I see some deniers, some climate deniers on the phone. We'll get to those in a second. Oh, no. Uh, no. First of all, we've got some uh, tweets at Pat Unleashed from Shay Something Smart. <laughs> Slurring ashes like uh, perhaps uh, Alex, Alex Jones. Uh, to help me feel less guilty about my role in climate change, I simply remind myself that the earth is really just a clump of cells. <laughs> it's a really big clump, but yeah, yeah it's a good way to go. That's good. Smallmouth bass, Kurt. Thank you. I'm here all. Yes, day. you Thank nailed you. it. Woo! Thank you. Yay. I actually said it the uh, first time. Gotta celebrate! Yay! He said it. I said it. Kid, look, mom, it's a snowman. Mom, now, now, you don't know that unless it ins- assigns itself a gender. <laughs> uh, that's how it's getting. That's how. Yeah. That's where we are. There you go. Uh, from Curly the shark. Frosty the snow person was a jolly, happy two spirit <laughs> with a corn cob vape and a button nose and two eyes made out of renewables. <laughs> yeah, not quite as catchy, but okay. No, it's there. It's you right, know, it's we're being right correct. there. Mm-hmm. And uh, finishes up a happy all inclusive month of celebration, guys. Oh, yeah. Really beautiful. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Let's go to Martha in Arkansas. Hey, Martha, you're on the blaze. Yeah, hi, Pat. Hi. Hey, where to to start with all this nonsense? I guess I'm with Rick Santorum. Mm -hmm. I have a a 1947-year set of encyclopedias, and all of this jazz that they're presenting as new information is in my 1947. I kid you not, the Modern Minimum on the Sun Cycles. Right. the, The Mars, do you realize... This is on my 1947 set of encyclopedias. Yeah. Mars has no atmosphere. There are 140 degrees during the day and minus 100 degrees at night because they have no atmosphere. Right. Earth is a very beautiful planet 
that God created for us to live on. And I don't believe anybody's ever going to live on Mars or let alone survive the trip into space with all the uh, radioactive waves being fired at them. These people right. are crazy, and, <laughs> and the whole thing is all about money. We already oh, know yeah. this stuff. If they'd have a 1947 encyclopedia, all they'd have to do is pick it up and read it, mm. and we wouldn't have to waste all of our money studying this crap that mm-hmm. we already know. <laughs> so, And I'm about as green, my husband and I are as green as we can be. We have all the the low low wattage light bulbs, mm-hmm. solar powered flashlights that charge our cell phones, and nice. all of this jazz. So we do this because we want to, and it also is because it saves us money. Right. You know. So yes. it's not that I'm that I'm a polluter and all of this. We're about as green as any our Democrat friends that surround us put out five times more garbage a week than we do. <laughs> <laughs> that is so it. often the case, isn't it? It's uh, so yeah, often the exactly. case. Yeah, and I'm just I mean, it's like we already know all this stuff. Why do we have to keep spending money? Mm-hmm. It's in the books. All they got to do is read if they still know how. Thanks, Martha. Appreciate it. I mean, yeah. you bet. Okay, so so Martha says we can't live on Mars. She's obviously not mm-hmm. familiar with the 1980s documentary Total Recall, where Arnold Schwarzenegger oh and Sharon Stone yeah. made it quite obvious. There's already plenty of people we, we've living, been there. living there on Mars. Yeah, and, w- and what about what about what we just played a few right, minutes ago? Right, right. I mean, uh, what about this? This may strike your listeners as way out, but no, we actually believe that there is uh-huh. a colony on Mars. There's a colony on Mars. It is populated sure. by children who were kidnapped oh, and boy. sent into space on a 20-year ride. Right. Uh, so that once they so, get to Mars, they have no alternative but to be slaves on the Mars colony. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I mean, you know, so there's plenty of people on Mars and right Elon now. Elon Musk knows this. He knows. He knows. He knows. All the elites are in on it. You know, that's why he sent his car ahead of him. So he'd have it when he gets there. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Right? Yes. I mean, you don't have to be a genius to noodle this out. He didn't just randomly pick some item to go on a orbit no. around. No, he already put his car there. So He's got it waiting for him. Car's going to be there waiting for him when he gets there. And he doesn't need gas because it's electric. So he doesn't need a gas station initially, at least. On Mars, he's got his electric car to get around. Thank the you planet. for enlightening me. There's like a little dim light bulb just going off over my head right now. Right, thank I know. you, Pat. Uh, thank you're welcome. You're welcome. Wow. I just hope that the air conditioning system in the Tesla that he sent to Mars mm-hmm. is really powerful because when mm-hmm. it's you know when it's 230 degrees during the day, yeah, he's going to need that, and then the heater's going to need to work at night when yeah. it's like 180 below. Because uh, as Martha pointed out, there's no atmosphere there. It doesn't hold or uh, trap any heat or cold. It just gets really cold and really, really hot. Elon Musk outsmarted us. Right under our noses, he put his car yeah. up there. Yeah. It, he didn't even try to hide it. Nope. He, he just sent his car there already. So yep. the 70% chance he's going. Oh, of course he's going. He already sent his car. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Scott in Texas. You're on the blaze. Hi. Hey, guys, love your show. I was Thank you. just reading an article on what's up with that.com, which is the number one science blog. If you've ever looked mm-hmm. at it, um, I recommend it to anyway, okay. anyone. But anyway, one of the preeminent writers, and he's also a published scientist. His name is Willis Eisenbach. And he read the climate assessment report. So he went to NOAA's 
climate at a glance and, and graphed up their monthly data and shows that from the first climate assessment in 2000 till today, zero global warming, zero temperature change from the first climate mm. assessment today. So really their wow. doomsday verbiage doesn't even match their own data. So anyway. And that well, so that goes back to when? Uh, the the graph goes all the way back to uh, looks like 1980-ish. Wow! So that's assessment was done in 2000. That's not even the that's not even the the pause in global warming that we've been talking about for the last 18 years. That's even beyond that. Right, right. So anyway, what it is is they have Hmm. to keep ramping up the alarmism to keep the coffers open to keep the money flowing in when the data doesn't even support their own their own their own alarmism right so you can right. go to NOAA. this is a government website with government data government uh temperature data zero temperature increase for the 18 years from the first climate assessment till the last one that's great mm-hmm. all right thanks scott appreciate it and they do keep ramping up the rhetoric i mean the rhetoric because people aren't buying in at the rate they want them to they get more and more hysterical as time goes on it used to be that they talked about you know, global warming is a future event. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, no, 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 it's on us now. It's here. It's here. Because they couldn't get people concerned about the year 2100. Nobody was going to be around in 2100, so they didn't really care all that much. So then they had to make it more immediate. Well, okay, yeah, that's it's here now. It's happening. And it's it's happening faster than we even anticipated. And it's going to be worse than we said it was before. Yeah, yeah, we've passed a lot of those uh, mile markers that oh, they put out there as well. We've, we've so done the, many. We've done the countdown to climate chaos. It's too late, and five years from now, this will happen. Ten mm-hmm. years, mm-hmm. Um, they have failed. So, so all of their hysterics have failed. So they just get more and more hysterical. It's just, it's pathetic. It's embarrassing, frankly. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh, here's something pretty amazing. A Chinese researcher is claiming that he helped to make the world's first genetically edited babies. Twin girls born this month <coughs> whose DNA he said he altered with a powerful new tool capable of rewriting the very blueprint of life. This sounds smart. <sighs> yeah, you want to mess with uh, the very blueprint of life that's a really smart thing to do because what could go wrong you want to mess with the climate like we're doing with this uh like they're thinking about doing with the aerosol spray in the Mm -hmm. atmosphere to dim the sun really good idea and uh editing genes that's a great idea too this ends well the only genes you should be editing are levi's and what you should do with that is take off the levi patch because uh levi's is a progressive company and I, i don't want them to get any uh publicity at all so just remove the patch that means somebody's checking out your backside there pat yeah how you feel about that i'm a little nervous about it a little uncomfortable with it Uh, stop looking back there. i'm just seeing what you're wearing don't even worry about it um so if true this is a profound leap of science and of course ethics and morality uh a u.s scientist said he took part in the work in china but this kind of gene editing is banned in the u.s because the dna changes can pass to future generations, and it risks harming other genes. 
Many mainstream scientists think it's too unsafe to try, and some denounced the Chinese report as human experimentation. Like the Chinese would care about that? (laughs) They don't care about that. No, no. Um, The researcher said he altered embryos for seven couples during fertility treatments with one pregnancy resulting thus far. He said his goal was not to cure or prevent an inherited disease, but to try to bestow a trait that few people naturally have. An ability to resist possible future infection with HIV. Uh, The parents involved declined to be identified or interviewed, and he wouldn't say where they live or work. A Chinese researcher claims he uh, um, he is independent. He there is no independent uh, confirmation of his claim, and uh, it's not been published in a journal yet either. So it hasn't been vetted by other scientists. But he revealed it Monday in Hong Kong to one of the organizers of an international conference on gene editing that's set to begin tomorrow. Said I feel a strong responsibility that it's not just. To make a first, but also make an example. Society will decide what to do next in terms of allowing or forbidding such science. Well, in the United States, we've already forbid it. So we'll see if that changes. But um, it doesn't surprise me that they might be trying this kind of stuff in China. That's that's the kind of stuff they do. Eh, It's a little scary. Mm -hmm. That's what happens when you get a really big government that decides, eh, let's, uh, we don't really care that much about human life. We've got so many people here. Don't worry about it. Go ahead and edit. Edit those genes. Edit the DNA. Let's see what happens. Yeah, the same country that has that uh, child limitation as well for yeah, a couple. So yeah. They've already set the standard over there. They, there was talk, and I can't remember if they did this they or did. not. Yeah. They stopped? One to two. So now you have two, I think, over in China. Is that what you're going with? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they re- they're going to remove or relax the restriction on uh, the amount. Yeah, so in 2015... Uh, they started b- to be alarmed uh, about the growth of their population, which was stunted quite severely. Yeah, that's what happens when you limit people to one child and kill a second child if they happen to have one. Yeah. Force abortions if they happen to get pregnant again. Yeah, that's what happens. You're going to limit the population. Uh, 888-933-93... Uh, let me tell you about Brickhouse Nutrition. Field of Greens w- uh, was created by the top physicians at Brickhouse Nutrition. And they created it so that people like me could get vegetables into their diet uh, that weren't otherwise going to. Um, it's an actual superfood. It's got a nutrition facts panel on the side of the container because it is an actual superfood. And just one scoop of Field of Greens has a full serving of real USDA organic fruits and vegetables, complete with antioxidants. So, you know, if you don't like to eat, no matter how they're cooked, no matter how they're prepared, there's no amount of sauce that can make them edible to me. I don't care what kind of dressing you put on kale, it's still not edible to me. I don't care what kind of creation you do with the green beans, put them in a casserole, whatever. I don't want anything to do with them. They're nasty. They're just plain nasty. So if you're like me, then you get that nutrition this way. And it's really, it's it's awesome. You're going to feel better and be healthier as a result. Go to BrickHousePat.com. Try Field of Greens today. You'll get 15% off a month's supply when you use the offer code PAT. It's BrickHousePat.com. Offer code PAT. That's BrickHousePat.com.
beware, Pat Gray is unleashed. Okay, uh, I love the fact that uh, the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade is branching out into other social avenues. Um <laughs> Everybody knows, right, that families gather around the television and watch the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, right? I mean, isn't that a fairly well-known phenomenon? Yeah, my family saw the tea leaves uh, coming down the pike, so about seven, eight years ago, we stopped uh, airing it in the Malinac house. Oh, did you really? We sure did. Wow. So we've kind of been anticipating what happened on Thursday morning. I'm heartless and I'm cold. Uh, What else you you got? are, Are you saying there's... Something wrong with this? Because I, uh, I mean, it's yeah, I am. Oh wow, mm-hmm. wow, yeah. Ooh, what else you got? <laughs> Let's go. All right, is this this is some performance of a Broadway show? Yeah, so there's a Broadway show, and it uh, if if you if if you're a hater like me, mm-hmm. maybe you don't want your kids seeing this next clip we're gonna air. Oh my, uh, that oh features my. Um, two females at a prom dance. Oh my, hmm? what? Here, here it is. Oh look, they're dancing! Two girls are dancing in front of the rest Slow of the dance. dancers. Here we go. Oh, 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 no! Oh. And they kiss. And they're still kissing. It's about a, what, five, five six-second kiss? Yep. Something like that mm-hmm. between two girls. So, if your kids are a little confused, hey, mom, dad, why are two girls kissing each other? Huh. It gives you the opportunity to explain that there's absolutely, sometimes, you know, you can't, you can't, you don't choose who you fall in love with, who it, you kiss. I would say that the, um, <laughs> the the gay community should actually be upset with NBC for this. Why? Uh, because they show the kiss, a pretty tight shot, and uh-huh. then they immediately cut away to the overhead, zoomed yeah. out. I'm sorry, why can't you just hold it right there steady on them, five inches from their well, face? Well, and if it was a problem, you should have zoomed out a long time ago. Right. So that, you know, if it is a problem, then parents shouldn't have to be forced to explain it to the kids who are watching at home. If it's not a problem, then stay on that tight shot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good times. So, so they're trying to have it both ways. Yeah, apparently. Exactly, exactly. Was it NBC that showed that? Because um, I know the, yeah. the parade was on. You know, it's on NBC and CBS at the same time. And the CBS crew. Um, I came into the uh, family room, and my wife had it on CBS at first. And I'm like, who are these people, and how did they get this job? <laughs> they were the worst. It wasn't even wasn't even the morning show. Uh, people it wasn't the you know because that's it used to be charlie rose but he's he's long gone now with his issues and then there was uh uh what's her face oprah's friend oh you know her but they weren't on it was i don't know some other team Mm. and they were really bad wow yeah, you can't have Thanksgiving morning without pooped in your pants, guy. No, you have to switch have to it over have. to NBC. At yeah. least they know how to announce the parade. At least they know what they're doing, and they've got some plans, and they know when to switch away from certain things or when to get tight on a lesbian kiss uh, early in the morning on a Thanksgiving day. Mm. So you get a chance to you know really have a nice talk with your kids and tell yeah. them how wonderful that is and how beautiful. Ah, what I'm you thankful what I mean? for is a 40-second uh, delay. Yeah. Apparently not. (laughs) 
And Al Roker, uh, Mr. I Poop My Pants. Mm. I, ca- I just can't look at him the same way anymore because of, first of all, you, I Poop My Pants. And then secondly, how he treated Megyn he, Kelly. How he treated Megyn Kelly was unbelievable. And he's such a hypocrite in that, oh, that realm. Was, that was, it was pathetic and embarrassing. And for him to just get that political, well, you're the weather guy. Shut yeah. up. Yeah, and then you get to dress up like, uh, like Doc Brown from uh, Back to the Future. Right. And a white guy. Screw you, weatherman. Right. Well, he didn't Come paint on. his face, though, Keith. So it was perfectly fine. Oh, my bad. How dare you call him yeah, into yeah, question yeah, for that? Yeah, shoot. How dare you? Remember when Megyn Kelly dressed up like blackface and showed up on her show? No. I don't either. Yeah, that didn't mm. happen. But I do remember when she asked a question, Okay. which you can't do. You, can, uh, you know that. You can't do that in America. This is America. You can't be asking questions. <laughs> what do you, you think you're going to get away with that? Yeah. No, hon. No, I'm sorry, sorry. Puddin. You can't get away with that. Uh, of course, she did get away with $30 million uh, to finish <laughs> up her contract. So. <laughs> so that felt a little bit better. Sure does. Make it up. But I'm glad. Good. I'm glad they had to pay her every stinking penny yeah, of her deal. Me too. Every penny. Uh, good. That's what you get for being... Dumbasses. <laughs> you got to pay That's off get. Uh, their contract because that you can't fire somebody for asking a question. I don't. I, I you can't. Wait, what year is it again? Uh, Two thousand eighteen. No. Yeah. So you're right. You, yep, can. you can. Yes, you can. You, you can. Yes, mm-hmm. you can. And and in fact, they did. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. I don't know. So is it even a big deal anymore with the lesbian kiss? Nah. Now let's move on. We got something else to worry about now. Now we got to talk about uh, you know animals will be showing up about five years from now uh, doing a scene like that on your Thanksgiving parade. Write that one down. I mean it. Okay, so like an animal, someone's gonna human kiss an animal situation? and it's gonna be lovely. Somebody's gonna twenty twenty three. Kiss an animal. <laughs> yeah, twenty twenty three. Macy's How Thanksgiving dare Day you parade. compare the two? That Write is so wrong. Write That's so down. wrong. I'm putting it in my phone's calendar right now, and I'm not gonna understand. <laughs> I'm gonna be sitting there on Thanksgiving morning. You know, nobody's gonna, gonna kiss an animal. It's gonna be a quiet Jeez. morning in my house, and I'll be like, <laughs> "What is this reminder? What is this animal human kiss?" NBC right so now. So five years, you're saying yeah. by the oh, yeah. 2023 Thanksgiving serious. Macy's Thanksgiving yeah. Day Parade. There's going to be an animal, a human some animal. Some guy kiss. sitting on a float singing a song <laughs> about a, you know, a ode to a frog or something. He's just be like, you know what? Come here, camera guy. Get this. Uh-huh. It's happening. I mean that's happening. In five years. All right, we'll see. Mm-hmm. We'll see. What they should do is stop doing those dumb performances on the floats because they're terrible. First yeah. of all, it's all lip sync stuff. Lip sync crap. And then secondly, who was the who was the performer who she didn't even know the song had started, and so she's just oh, no. standing there looking at the camera as the music. <laughs> uh, this is where you lip sync here, huh? That was Thursday. Uh, yeah, and she never did catch up. She never caught up to the lyrics. No, really funny. Yeah. Oh, I bet she's having a. <laughs> and people gave her a hard time because. Obviously, you lip sync that. Well, all of them lip sync. They just do it better than she did. <laughs> and wow. in fact, in fact, the the parade people uh, force you to lip sync, so you don't have the option of doing it live because they don't have the capability on the floats to make it sound good. And it's on national TV, so you want it to sound good. Wow. Yeah. So, but it was embarrassing. That. Yeah. Good stuff. <laughs> really embarrassing. <laughs> now that I would watch that parade. I yeah. watched that performance. Yeah, it's right kind there. of fun. <laughs> kind of fun. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, uh, British tourists were caught up in a, in mob violence 
as protesters filled the streets of Paris and clashed with police during marches against rising fuel prices. Hmm. Water cannons and rounds of tear gas were used by riot cops against thousands of French yellow vest fuel protesters as the Champs-Élysées was reduced to a battlefield. Wow. Violence has erupted on the streets of Paris as protesters march against these rising fuel prices. The worst violence took place uh, on the Champs-Élysées where a huge crowd called for Emmanuel Macron to resign. The unrest has erupted over spiking fuel prices in the country and is uh, piling up pressure on the government. A police officer at the scene said they included hooded demonstrators who were determined to cause trouble. Um, So maybe Emmanuel Macron should speak less about what's going on in the United States with Donald Trump and focus a little bit more on what's happening Uh in his paradise of France. (laughs) Maybe. Uh, I mean, it did. If you've seen any of the footage from this, it does look like Paris is a war zone. It uh, to, And they had two deaths linked to the protests. Uh, well, we know how uh, France does in wars. So, I'm sure this so well. exactly. I'm surprised they haven't surrendered yet to the yellow-vested people. Um, 553 people wounded already. 17 of them seriously more than 95 police have been hurt in uh, these demonstrations, including the uh, the attempt to storm the Elysee Palace last weekend. Hmm. Yeah, you might want to concentrate on what's going on there in, uh, in your own country, Emmanuel. Uh, 888-900-3393. We will be back again tomorrow, uh, bright and early, right here on Pat Gray Unleashed.